Hello, and welcome to Reflections, 5-Minute Encouraging Biblical Stories. We continued learning through Psalm 51 in our last episode. Here, we saw the psalmist ask God to turn his face away from his sins and blot out his iniquity. We have seen over the last several episodes that this is a theme with the psalmist and probably something we should also adopt. When we have sinned, yes, ask for mercy, but also ask that God take a blotting pen and blot the sin from our record. Then ask that God give us a clean heart and a renewed right spirit, walking in his way and with a fresh slate. We also saw the psalmist ask that God not cast him out of his presence or take away the Holy Spirit from walking with him. Yes, we should be asking for this when we have sinned, but what if we also each day ask that God would let us come before his presence and continuously pursue being with him and having the Holy Spirit with us throughout each step of our day? Then the psalmist requested that God restore his joy through the knowledge that Jesus saved us and uphold us with his spirit. How wonderful it is to know that God's Spirit is with us throughout the day, giving us the strength that we need. When we are upheld by the Lord and having joy in His salvation, we are able to teach others, and sinners are converted unto God. What an impactful aspect of our daily lives. Are we seeking God and His ways so that He can use us to help those around us? Let's turn now to see what we can continue to learn from Psalm 51. Psalm 51, 14. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall shew forth thy praise, for thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shalt thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offering and whole burnt offering. Then shall they offer bullocks upon thine altar. Putting this first verse that we read here in context, it would seem David is asking God to deliver him from the choice he made to send Uriah to the front lines of battle. But then David reflects that God is his salvation. Though we have sinned and done wrong, God has the power to blot it out completely and wash us clean through the shed blood of Jesus. But we also do not get off scot-free. As we see throughout the rest of David's life, there were trials and pains for the choices that he had made. I then love that after David reflects that it is through the power of Jesus dying for us and taking on our sins, paying their debt, he then mentions his tongue will sing aloud of God's great righteousness. I think sometimes it is easy to forget the enormous amount of debt, weight, and pain Jesus carried on our behalf and on behalf of sinners. But when we have sinned and realize the gravity of the offense, we then realize how much more we need Jesus and are absolutely nothing without him. The next verse, David is literally asking God to make his lips bring forth his praises. Are we also asking God to use our words to bring him praise and bless those around us? Then we are reminded that though we sin and fall very short, God does not want a sacrifice and doesn't delight in burnt offerings. He doesn't need anything from us. 
and doesn't want us to just give the appearance or follow motions of getting his love. Instead, he requires a broken heart, a heart that is in deep sorrow for the sin that has been committed. We see that God does not despise a heart that is broken and coming before him in repentance. Are we coming before the Lord with repentant hearts? We then see the psalmist ask God to do what he sees as best to do in his holy city, Zion, building up the walls of Jerusalem. It seems to me here to be metaphorically asking God to rebuild the defense walls of faith around David's heart since they were broken down with sin. It is then that God can rejoice in the prosperity of the saints and their walks of faith with him. It mentions offering whole burnt offerings. When we come to the Father in thankful sacrifices to praise his name, we are not to bring whatever or the least of what we have. Instead, the absolute best of what we have, showing him that we are truly ever so grateful for his care for us. Not out of obligation or that he requires it of us, but because we want to thank him for the salvation he has showed us. Are there ways we can better be praising and thanking our Father through the attitude of our heart and actions? With that, we've wrapped up Psalm 51. So join me in the next episode to see what we have to learn in Psalm 52.